Think about it. Everything is polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on Uncensored tonight. Nice, clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited, like a dirty thought in a nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. The little attitude for all of you in white red land. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? Indeed, the question of the day. Happy Monday. Are you out there? Are you listening? God bless you all. Thanks for joining us here today as you guys do every day. Five Eastern Brothers Uncensored. I love you guys very much. Miss you guys. Back kind of into the groove, into the saddle after a weekend of, uh, well, sleep. Uh, <laughs> that's, about, that's about all I was able to accomplish this weekend. And go for a little drive in the new vehicle, which I rather enjoy. We'll talk about that here in a moment. You're looking live at the foxhole.app. That's right. <clears throat> Excuse me, the foxhole.app. Do me a favor. Tell a friend. Tell a family member. Tell somebody about it. Put it into your social media. Say, hey, check out this app. Check it. Tell people about it. Tell them what we're trying to accomplish here. We know that it's difficult to get the word out, and the best way to do it is through word of voice. So do me a favor. Tell somebody about it. Don't forget the gold pills. You guys have been very supportive of the show. Appreciate you guys very much on that front. But also support us. Help me out with uh, a cup of coffee for the guys over in the Foxhole team. Those guys are working very hard to improve it. More improvements coming in the near future. They're still working. And it's they got a, it's probably like a like a, a new house or something, you know. It's you never ending work on it, uh, and that's what those guys will be doing. So we appreciate the support of everyone over at the Foxhole.app. This is the official website, Brothers Uncensored website, uncensoredabe.com. Check out the podcast, Podbeam, Spotify, iHeart. It seems to be one of the favorites out there. We're also on uh, Apple. Just just search Brothers Uncensored, and you'll be able to find the podcast. Appreciate all the support. Approaching 3,000 downloads already, Joe, on the podcast. It's a good start. I look forward to the future. Uh, if you want to find previous show content, you can find that here. Just just scroll down a little bit. You'll see the best uh, content that we can put up there. And the website's under, uh, under new construction, kind of getting updated, uh, a new webmaster in play. It's time for me to hand it off. Uh, not easy to be handing the keys off to all of my babies, but... Uh, I gotta do it. I got. I need the support of the team, and that's what we're. That's what we're going with this, guys. So if you want to get the newsletter, or you want to find out how to link the first member Praetorian, great job on that, Matt. That looks great. And uh, you can sign up for the newsletter right there. Get an email once a week, let you know what's going on or what you missed last week. Foxhole, D Live, Twitch, YouTube hates us, banned us, fuck them. Uh, we might work on that. We'll see. Cloud Hub and Tiger Network are also free speech platforms. That looks great, also. Um, Matt, uh, nice changes there. The blog is up. You can find previous show content and the interviews and the rest. Articles that you may have missed. Uh, help keep the lights on. Abe's links and Joe's links. This looks great, too. I love that. I love the changes that you've done. This really looks good. Our generous sponsor, sportsbossgolf.com. Uh, discount code on that is uncensored. And riseattireusa.com. Discount, discount, discount code on that is Abe Wave. Finally, 
we have our store up. Just click that right there. It'll bring you right to the store. Get your exclusive Brothers Uncensored gear, logo gear, and I want my News Uncensored shirts and hats. You can find that all right here. And you guys have, um, I appreciate you guys, you know, kind of help spread the message. Finally, that website we talked about, First Amendment Praetorian is right here. You can find it here and find out our mission right there. And do me a favor and uh, help support them as well. We need your help on that front. Man, it's um, towards the end of the year last year, the crowdfunding just really took off for all of these type of movements. And it's it's kind of died off, which I guess you can understand. Um, but, uh, you know, your support, uh, through Foxhole, you guys has been just amazing. So appreciate you guys all very much. There's the opener intro, Joe. I did it in less than five minutes. That's not bad. huh? That's a record. That's a record, man. Glad to be here today. As you said, man, I love doing all the live streaming and stuff, but I also love being kind of in studio, being able to bring you guys the news. I see a lot of people out there already. D Patriot 1776, Leah Worth. I'm out here and I'm listening. Missed y'all. We missed you guys too. Laura Q and I, good to see you out there. Uh, my sister, Texas girl, uh, 71. Good to see you out there and confirming that Amy Joe will be doing a show afterwards. So make sure you guys stay tuned afterwards for a little prayer session with our girl, Amy Joe, uh, slide park, 2020. Uh, good to see you out there, Nat Handy, and also y'all out there in Twitch and D live and everywhere else, man. I, it rained for three days straight. It hasn't stopped raining. Uh, I got, <laughs> I mentioned, uh, I think Friday, I was able to finally get all the yard work knocked out and thank God I did because it's rained for three days straight. And uh, I haven't really done a whole lot either. I've just kind of been chilling, relaxing. Obviously, last night was a lot of fun with the Texan doing the show, if you guys missed it. Uh, you know, I'm kind of, uh, I feel kind of bad doing that show because it's it's just me playing music and whatever I want to play. But um, feel free to email me at joe at uncensoredave.com. And uh, I'll definitely put some uh, some songs up there you guys want to hear as well. And I've been trying to do that as much as possible. But, you know, I feel kind of selfish playing <laughs> playing my own songs. And uh, But it's a lot of fun, man. I'm not going to lie. It's nice to be able to just hang out and play some music. Yeah, man. Um, and people really enjoyed it last night. Chat, chat uh, was all just really enjoying it. You know, kind of a chance just to kind of chill on a Sunday night. I think you guys are going to be moving that uh, time frame in the future, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, keeping that in mind, we we start real late on Sunday. So we're thinking, man, if we can get the Saturday crowd in the uh, I don't know if you want to say, you know, the drinkers on Saturday nights instead of the people that need to wake up Sunday morning uh, for work. So, yeah, we we're thinking about moving till Saturday. So we might switch that up this week. Nice. That's cool, man. Uh Did Belushi, what, I, I missed what uh, what's Belushi up to, man? Uh, Math, it's good to see you out there, bro. <laughs> so yeah there's pretty much a running joke going around that oh, uh, if anybody needs to get a hold of methods or <laughs> me or anybody else you just email belushi1 at protonmail.com and uh yeah so i guess his email has to be changed poor belushi good to see you out there methods <laughs> <laughs> i did catch that no <laughs> I, I think my- it's caught on to about every show i think even in red pills chat people were like oh make sure you you know you email belushi yeah you, you guys like, what are the heck you guys really are starting to fit the mold for cultish i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go out on a limb and say you know, I, you know they're, you're giving them writing material for sure now little summer's like salivating at the mouth can't wait to write about this one I know, right? We're just giving them as much as we possibly can. That's all, you know, what, you know, what's he going to really say though? It's going to be hilarious. I can't wait, 
But uh, yeah, again, Jedi Healer, uh, Keep True, and many others. Nat Handy, good to see you out there. I see Amy Joe. God loves you out there in chat as well. Much love to y'all. So how was your weekend? Other than the rain, you really didn't get a chance to do much, I take it, huh? No, but I did get a chance to watch Trump finally, and that was kind of, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what everybody thinks out there in chat. Um, you know, Maybe uh, give me a 10 if you guys liked it uh, or not. But I really liked it. I thought it was a really good speech. Um, I do have a short clip if you want me to, yeah, to, to play to that, that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, I thought uh, it was a good speech, man. I, I missed it. Saturday, I was spent the whole day out in the garage. I finally got the rear speakers installed in the truck. I had to cut the hole bigger. So that was fun. I had to fire up the air tools and cut out. Those little uh, saws aren't as easy to, <laughs> to work as they look. I went through like 10 saw blades. It was a lot of fun, man. Um, then, of course, it's not deep enough, so I had to just finagle it in there and uh, so anyways, I finally got four speakers I can actually hear. I had I had four speakers that were all blown. <laughs> so it really sucked. You, you know, you just kind of constantly get that. Poof, poof. And so yeah, finally got that shit worst. fixed. And then that's um, the worst, man. But that's but the other thing I bet you, does it sound good now that you got the good speakers in there? I mean, I didn't go crazy. I bought just cheap speakers, oh, just something still. to because it was so bad. I just needed something, you know, so I got the cheapest uh, head I could find and the cheapest speakers I could find and call it a day. <laughs> still better than some of them old factory radios, I guess, is what I was getting at. You know, yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely it's not bad. So did that Saturday or Sunday Ange worked half the day and then we t- took off, went for a road trip, got a chance to drive the new vehicle vehicle man so we went over to uh sheboygan we're considering moving over to uh sheboygan area maybe not directly in sheboygan but somewhere around there um and maybe her transfer and we'll see we're we're, we're thinking about kind of just that's the good thing about having being empty nesters man we can just hey you want to move somewhere oh, okay let's move um so it's kind of cool that we get to do that but we're also you know a lot of uh unknowns upcoming so the, you know <laughs> the timing of all that how it all work all that stuff we'll see but so we just went. We decided to go check it out because I'd never been over there, and my buddy just got a job over at uh, Whistling Straits, which is freaking awesome. He's going to be working there for the Ryder Cup, which is amazing. In September, I got a chance to go to the Ryder Cup at Medina in in Chicago, which was amazing, and watch the Americans get their butts kicked. But uh, uh, maybe this time they can turn it around at one of my probably my favorite course in the world, Whist- Whistling Straits. So finally got a chance to take it for a drive, bro. Man, I just drove the fuck out of that thing. Uh, it was a lot of fun to drive. It's the first time I've really had a newer vehicle of any kind. I mean, you know, maybe once for a little bit, but but not like this. So it was a lot of fun, man, to go for a drive, take Angel out, and just we we cruised Lakeshore Drive up down uh, between uh, Sheboygan and Manitowoc, and that's got to be a top ten drive in America. If you guys are ever up in that area, take take uh, the Lakeshore Drive drive from Manitowoc or from uh, either way, Manitowoc to Sheboygan or vice versa. It's really a nice drive up there, man. That whole area is truly amazing. And I actually had a, f- a good friend of mine that lived in Manitowoc. Uh, so that's why I know that area pretty well. Uh, although I did live in Wisconsin, uh, lower Wisconsin for four years, but uh, it is beautiful territory out there. We kind of talk about Branson ish almost. Um, it's got that kind of same feel. Yeah. Uh, and that's hard to find. Yeah. And that's hard to find. So yeah, I agree with you, man. That area is absolutely beautiful. So, yeah, got a chance to do that. Got back like an hour before you guys' show and uh, uh, cooked dinner, cooked some uh, some hamburgers. Actually, I got to tell you about this, dude. For the hamburgers, instead of using cr- uh, uh, breadcrumbs, you need a little bit of breadcrumbs. But get the, the French uh, the French onions, you know, that you, that you use like on top of uh, casseroles or whatever. 
crush those into the smallest thing possible, mix that in with a little bit of breadcrumbs and uh, um, salt, pepper, whatever, and um, an egg, uh, you know, to get to get the patties. And then I made a th- the thinnest patties possible and then, you know, cooked them to they're almost burnt, you know, around the edges. Really good hamburgers. Probably the best I've ever finally. I finally found a hamburger recipe that's tasty. Damn, sounds good as hell, actually. <laughs> it was really good, man. That, those crushed French onions, man, that really brought a nice flavored uh, profile to it. But So, yeah, that's, that's what I did, man. I uh, got a chance to listen to you guys last night and catch up on Arc Media Official. So we got uh, we are officially Arc Media. Um, those of you out there, congratulations. We are now an incorporation. <laughs> so so I got that done, got some financial stuff done, trying to get reporting done and all that stuff. So all the fun behind the scenes is starting to pick up. So that's why I've had to offload some stuff. But nonetheless, there's a lot of good stuff in the news. I didn't get a chance to watch the speech, so I'm kind of looking forward to hearing the summary about what uh, what you saw and like what, what your top points for. So let's kick into that, and then I got some stuff. I got Trump versus Facebook, the lawsuit. We're going to read. We're going to go through it. I got a great uh, article about Medicaid, about the potential of Medicaid going away, and a summary of where we are in the election results. So lots of good stuff upcoming. But what did Trump have to say? I missed it. And and honestly, you know, I thought the speech was really good. Um, I see most of the comments out there as well kind of agree with me. Um, I think there was one uh, one out there. I forgot what uh, she said. Good speech. Uh, G, uh, classical chick. Uh, DJ, DJT is looking a bit weary. Um, I didn't really think that. I, but he did talk uh, quite a few interesting things. These people are sick. Um, he, uh, which was one thing that I, uh, I like to hear him say, because that is the truth about these people and they are sick. Uh, he did talk about AG Barr, uh, about Bill Barr as well. And, um, that was interesting. Uh, a lot of people cheered and, and the crowd erupted, but this last two minutes, I got a little two minute segment here uh, of his CPAC speech that I thought was pretty darn good. I'm going to play that here real quick for you guys. We will protect and defend our cherished American legacy and freedom for ourselves, for our children, and for every future generation. My fellow Americans, our movement is the greatest in American history, and it has just begun. With your help, your devotion, Your brilliance and your drive, we will carry forward the torch of American liberty. We will lead the conservative movement and the Republican Party back to victory. And it will be a greater victory than this party has ever had. We will take back the House. We will take back the Senate. And then, after witnessing all that has gone wrong in our country in such a short period of time, with our borders, with our economy, with crime, we will take back that glorious White House that sits so majestically in our nation's capital. Beautiful White House, that's small letters, White House, that beautiful White House, and it is the most beautiful house of all. Working together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. 
We will make America safe again, and we will make America great again. Thank you. Thank you. I I thought that closing was pretty damn good. Uh, the again the whole the whole speech to me was really good, and it pretty much was on that same kind of tone. He didn't stop. He was. I saw. You know, someone said that he just kind of went over the last four years of kind of what happened and what their five years or four and a half years that uh, what what he went through. Um, overall, I just thought it was an amazing speech, man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I, you know, I think they're really trying to gear up and not overdo it. I think they have, they're doing it really well. Um, <clears throat> I'm hoping Brad Parscale is still part of the team in some form. I mean, even if it's just friendly uh, talk, um, I'm really hoping that they stay in touch with him because he's what got them there the first time, and he's the one who are staying in touch with the activists, us, on the ground. They're, they're making sure our voice gets elevated and – if they keep doing that, <laughs> don't get away from that. Not our voice, but the voice of the people, the voice of the ones that you really represent. They keep doing that. They're going to keep going with the results they got. Glenn says, uh, straw poll, 76% Trump, 21% DeSantis. That's good to see that DeSantis is up in the discussion. Uh, and that says a lot about where you know the conservative movement is at to have those two at the top, bro. Well, I mean, I don't know if people in Florida are thrilled about that, <laughs> are thrilled about that. But I mean, let's think about what DeSantis has already done and what he can do even more if he moves up. Uh, so, you know, I think that's a great thing. And, and there's plenty of people in Florida to replace DeSantis that is going to still carry that same MAGA movement that we've needed there. And he's getting a lot done now. I mean, that's pretty impressive, all the stuff that they're they – they got a great team in Congress over there in Florida too, so they're really leading the way right now. It's great to see. It um, almost seems like there isn't a day that there is some kind of news coming out about DeSantis and what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like every day he is literally just killing it. So I agree with you 100%. And, and it's really triggering the left and AOC and everyone else is freaking out and on the rest. And now, So now the attacks come. That's what's coming next. So 100%. Hundred percent. Yep. What's up, uh, Suki? Good to see you out there, girl. And Sean, Joe, thank you, brother, for the cookie. Napkin Nader. Good to see the bros doing their thing. I agree, Napkin Nader. Thanks, brother. Good to see you. Hey, Leo. They're good. Good to see you. Two rivers out there hanging out, getting ready to have a little snack. You guys on Getter or Free Talk? Nope. Man, we're on like enough platforms as it is. They need to. <laughs> how many? I thought about opening a getter this weekend, and I was like, eh, I'm going to wait a little bit. I heard there's still just some things going on there. So What's getter? I don't even, I never even heard of it. That's supposedly Trump's new platform, I guess, is, oh, is yeah. what everybody was saying. But um, Or the Free Talk 45, I think, is also part of that same thing. But, I, I you know, again... Um, you know, I still use Facebook quite often and Gab all the time. Those those two platforms seem to work really well for me, and those are kind of what I stick with. I still we have a Telegram. I post every once in a while on it, but even the Telegram, I just eh, because um, you don't know who you're following. So, yeah. I, well, those are, where's our where's our software geniuses out there? We need a restream for social media. Seriously, like we can yes. link, you can link accounts, type it into one, and it goes to all. We're, I mean, it's such an obvious good idea. You could charge five bucks for it and be a millionaire in two weeks. I'll just take ten uh, percent. Sign up, first one to sign up. Hello, <laughs> that's me. I would be totally down for that. And that's the thing; they have programs out there to be able to send multiple message across multiple platforms. 
but they don't cover all platforms. And it kind of defeats the purpose if you can't post on Gab or, you know, whatever. So then you have to have another one anyway. It's just ridiculous. Yes. Can we have just one platform where we can send multiple messages on any platform that we want to send them on? That'd be fantastic. It would be great. Uh, Getters funded by Miles Gao, <clears throat> the, the Chinese guy behind Bannon. And that's the guy that is also linked with Epoch Times and Full on Gong. So that's pretty interesting. That um, you know the the Chinese fighters are kind of helping, so that's who's behind Getter. I that, I look at that as a as a positive. I, I don't think there's anything nefarious going on with Miles. Concur. I don't know anything about the other uh, Free Talk Forty Five promoted by OAN, so that's interesting as well. I I kind of OAN uh, is probably honestly one of the only news outlets out there I uh, somewhat trust. Right. Even even after this weekend at CPAC, seeing Fox Nation, some shit going on with Fox Nation and how they supposedly cut off that um, that whistleblower. Um, I can't think of her name. April something. Oh, yeah. Fox, yeah. Like they cut off her speech, I guess, uh, re- recording it on Fox Nation live. And she confronted them afterwards and asked what happened. And she's like, I don't know what happened. So even Fox Nation, man, it's like, really? Come on. Yeah. Getter is not Trump's thing, said Funky Monkey. He's, uh, he said he wasn't going to use it. Gotcha. What's he going to use? I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm with Glenn. I'm just going to stick to Gab for now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right. totally with that. That's why I haven't signed up for anything else. Sorry, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> Amy Joe was on vacation and... Caught fish and now I'm I, I really wanted to go fishing this weekend, but I was just uh uh-uh. uh I was just I did not want to go anywhere this weekend. I just wanted to chill. So I got this, Joe, and this is Donald Trump, the 45th president of the United States. Elizabeth Albert, Kean and Bobby Michael, Jennifer Horton individually on behalf of the class versus Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg. Incorporated or Facebook Incorporated and Mark Zuckerberg, so they named them both as defendants. Trump called them Zuckerbucks. Zuckerbucks at CPAC. I was laughing. Nice. So let's see here. Let me let me move this over here so you can see this. You got to see that. All right. Hopefully you guys can see it. Um, if you want to read along, basically I'm just going to go through the first couple pages because I heard this there's a lot of good stuff in here. So I figured it's worth spending the time on this. So let's see what it says. Donald Trump, uh, plaintiff on behalf of uh, similarly situated punitive class members by and through undersigned counsel, uh, bring this action against Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg individually. The allegations herein of the plaintiff and punitive class members are based upon personal knowledge and belief to their own acts and upon investigation of their counsel, upon information and beliefs as to all other matters. Uh, as stated in the community standards, defendant Facebook promotes itself as a service for people to talk openly about the issues that matter to them, even if some may disagree or find them objectionable. Defendant Facebook's power and influence are immense. It currently boasts close to 3 billion registered users worldwide and over 124 million users in the, in the United States. Defendant Facebook has $86 billion in total revenue. For a net profit margin of 34%. Congratulations. Way to stay above that 30%. That's impressive. Defendant Facebook has increasingly engaged in impermissible censorship resulting from threatened legislative action. 
a misguided reliance upon Section 230 of the Communications Act, and willful participation in the joint activity with federal actors. <laughs> with federal actors. Defendant Facebook's uh, status thus rises beyond that of a private company to that of a state actor. As such, defendant is constrained by the First Amendment right to free speech in the censorship decisions it makes regarding its users. Legislation passed 25 years ago intended to protect minors from the transmission of obscene materials on the Internet and to promote the growth and development of social media companies has enabled defendant Facebook to grow a commercial to a, into a commercial giant that now censors, flags, removes, shadow bans, and otherwise restricts with impunity the constitutionally protected free speech of the plaintiff and the punitive class members. The immediacy of the defendant's threat to use to its users and potentially every citizen's right to free speech cannot be overstated. Defendant's callous disregard of its users' constitutional rights is no better exemplified and in the matter currently before the court, on January 7th, 2021, defendants indefinitely banned the sitting president of the United States for exercising his constitutional right of free speech. Defendants extended their constitutional and unconstitutional prior restraint of plaintiffs' right to free speech as a private citizen until at least January of 2023. Defendants then served warnings to members of President Trump's family, Team Trump, and other Facebook users and punitive class members that its ban extends to anyone attempting to post Donald Trump's voice. Censorship runs rampant against the, the uh, punitive class members, and the result is a chilling effect cast over, over our nation's pressing political, medical, social, and cultural decisions discussions. Plaintiff, a sitting president of the United States, was banned by the defendant, as were punitive class members, using non-existent or broad, vague, and ever-shifting standards. While Facebook's ban and prior restraint of, of the plaintiff are well-documented, the untold stories of punitive class members are now stirring the public conscience. Using unconstitutional authority delegated to them by Congress, defendants have also mounted an aggressive campaign of censorship against a multitude of punitive class members through censorship, flagging, shadow banning, etc., resulting from legislative co coercion. Huh. Defendants deplatformed plaintiff at the behest of and with the cooperation from the approval of Democrat lawmakers. Wow, lawmakers pushed Facebook to deplatform him. Akin to forcing a round peg into a square hole, Facebook declared that specific posts of the plaintiff had violated, violated Facebook's self-imposed community standards. Countless of other Facebook users have not been as fortunate with Facebook taking detrimental action against their, against their accounts with no explanation whatsoever. Sound familiar, Joe? Yep. If the defendant's reliance on an unconstitutional delegation of authority to regulate free speech and under pressure from Congress can effectively censor or impose a prior restraint on the protocol protected political free on the protected political speech of the sitting president of the United States, then the threat to punitive class members, our citizens, and our United States Constitution and form of government is imminent, severe, and irreparable. <laughs> Plaintiff respectfully asked this court to declare that Section 230 on its face is an unconstitutional delegation of authority, that the defendant's actions directed at the plaintiff and the punitive class members are a prior restraint on their First Amendment right to free speech. To order the defendant to restore the Facebook account of the plaintiff as well as those deplatformed punitive class members and prohibit defendants from exercising censorship, editorial control, or prior restraint in its many forms over the post of President Trump 
and punitive class members. So that is the lawsuit in a whole. Joe, any kind of thoughts from Chad or from yourself on that summary from there? No, other than the fact that I've been dealing with this <laughs> for a while because I had my two of my Facebooks deleted and banned and everything else. Um, and it's it's I'm just very glad that this is finally coming up. I'm glad they're going after that section 230. Um, I think we are both in agreement that it doesn't need to be just completely, you know, re, it just needs to be redone, right? Section 230, it doesn't need to go away completely. Um, so it's just interesting that all that is being brought up uh, with that lawsuit. Well, I think it is important to make sure that for companies who can't compete on the billion-dollar scale, that there are, there are protections put in place to make sure that frivolous lawsuits and the rest, that that doesn't happen. Um, and I think that can be accomplished by, by making changes, um, to what's existing. So I, I, if I think some of the, dis, the misinformation going on out there saying, uh, what, what president Trump wanted to do to section two thirty, the guidelines that he put out there in that press release from the white house press release, um, is, is important to, to read. And it, and it says that there will be protections for companies that are, you know, not the billion dollar World companies like the rest. Um, Section 230, September 23rd, 2020. Justice.gov department unveils proposed Section 230 legislation on behalf of the administration. This is Q post 4744. And this is kind of what I'm talking about. The guidelines in here specifically say for companies like, I don't know, call them uh, Tiger Network or A-Chan or any of these others, um, that there are protections put in place that will help them. So that's really important on that front. Arc Media. <laughs> Arc Media. Exactly. Arc, Me- Arc Media would be another one, you know, a small company like ourselves, um, you know, trying to build our own uh, media. And, you know, obviously that's something that we want is to be protected as well. There are uh, 33 posts that talk about Facebook. Uh, one of the one of the original one of the first ones is 972 that has dropped uh, March 28th, 2018, uh, and it talks about FISA abuses. Think outside the box. The timing of the release post Facebook news, uh, and that was I can't remember tracking active, listening active. Um, basically, they're listening to your conversations through your microphone, whether you have uh, gave gave them permission or not. Um, Facebook, Amazon, Twitter, Google, big problems. Q. So there. This, Q kind of gave us a heads up that this monopolies of these companies, number one, is a major problem. And I don't think that people back then really realized how big of a problem and all the connections of Facebook to DARPA and to LifeLog and what it was really built for from the beginning is a a form of human trafficking when it comes down to. It was to search for uh, disaffected uh, boys and girls that they could uh, traffic. So, you know... All of these things that were in these digs in 2018 that we that we started digging about Facebook were all very important information, and it still is important information. And it seems to me that there is a lot of stuff that's still going to come out about this. Q1337 uh, from May 11th, 2018. Facebook is listening to, listening to you 24 seven 365. Literally, are they record are they recording safe housing your information metadata collection building eight DARPA China China China. It is uh, what our information feeding artificial intelligence um, and probably making it dumber from what I've seen. Um, 
The same reason why I can go to my phone and just type in Jeep Cherokee because I want to look at a Jeep Cherokee, and the next thing you know, Facebook is sending me ads for Jeep Cherokees. Yeah, like you can literally just have a conversation about something. Like I think I had a conversation about uh, Woodford Reserve or something like that. That popped up into Angie's uh, Facebook feed as an advertisement. Oh, it's funny how that works. Um, Yep. Q1619, June 28th, 2018. Are they trying to normalize this? Pedophilia and Facebook survey. Uh, that's that's exactly what, what we were talking about there. Facebook investors want to strip Zuckerberg of the chairman title. Uh, that ended up did happening. And, you know, uh, D.C. moves slow, it says, on, on uh, Q1718, July 26th, 2018. And there are a lot others. So, again, for those of you that haven't maybe gone back and looked at some of these and part of this topic, just search Facebook or search uh, Section 230 or 230, and uh, all of that stuff is really uh, very important when it, when it comes to the Q-drops, Joe. I agree 100%. I just saw a comment out there, uh, Les Welch. I've talked to my buddy on the phone about a YouTube video I saw on Mini Bike Adventures. The next day, it came up on his Roku, on his Roku TV. Um, yeah, there you go. That pretty much explains it. Uh, Facebook is asshole. You're absolutely right, KH Farmer. Um, it's 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 unbelievable. First and foremost, I think the worst part about it is the child trafficking, uh, which you mentioned there uh, as well, Abe. And, um, you know, a lot of people with these home security systems as well um, and how those can be impeded. And we saw evidence of that as well with people being recorded in their own homes. Um, so there, you know, there's so many things out there with any type of electronics. That's why when people say, um, you know, I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that, well, we're pretty much tracked 100, as the Q post said, you know, 360, 24, 7, 365 days a year as already, if you have a Facebook or any type of social media or anything, uh, computer, whatever, they're tracking you 24 seven. The, re- the reason why it should concern everybody is because they're using the data about you to manipulate your shopping habits. So you like, there's, there's a time where I went to home Depot, walked through home Depot and I had something that I needed. It friggin' alerted me when I walked by it in the aisle. Hey, don't forget you need a duct tape. Like how the fuck did it even know that I need duct tape? You know? So I, I'm never going back to home Depot ever again because it alerted my phone. Like get, the, get away from my phone, go away. You know, it's going through my AdSense and my phone and alerting it in the aisle. Yep. The fuck is that? So, you know, it's it's they're manipulating your shopping habits and what you think you need and what you prefer to buy. They're manipulating everything about uh, your shopping habits and therefore your life habits because then they're manipulating the stuff what you see on TV and everything else. So that you know, it's part of the manipulated reality. And that's what it's, that's what the truth of why it's more important than just saying, I don't do anything wrong. I don't care what they know. Yeah. And then you post something on Facebook about, you know, you're pro Trump and then, and then they censor what you're saying on top of it. It's unbelievable. So yeah, I figured it'd be worth the time to go through that uh, for sure. Uh, Let me move on from that. And then I want to get to one of your articles here in just a second. Um, A summary of the election results. I want to make sure I get this in. Uh, this is actually, I think, Praying Medic dropped this, and then our guys over at First Amendment Praetorian uh, shared it in their telegram. In Arizona, the state Senate is conducting a forensic audit of Maricopa County's November election. Currently, the audit is looking at presidential and Senate races, but could be expanded to other uh, races. Results are expected later this summer. Pennsylvania. 
Uh, the Senate just began an election audit of three counties, Tioga, York, and uh, Philadelphia counties. Uh, state officials are already erecting roadblocks to hamper the audit on that front. Wisconsin Senate has commissioned an investigation of the election, hiring three retired law enforcement officers to look into thousands of complaints and tips received since November. This investigation is not an audit. Uh, what is our Senate doing? What is our House doing? What the hell? In Michigan, Matt DiPerno is uncovering election fraud through uh, a, a lawsuit filed in Antrim County. Most state officials are fighting the cause for an audit. In Georgia, private citizens have filed lawsuits in several counties and are working to uncover enough fraud to compel state officials to authorize an audit. In Washington, Representative Robert Sutherland is scheduling public hearings to gather evidence of election irregularities. And in New Hampshire, a town of Wyndham conducted an audit. Uh, there has been no interest by state officials to authorize a larger one. So that's kind of a the election roundup from Praying Medic. Add to that, this article dropped today in The Federalist. New evidence indicates enough illegal votes in Georgia to tip the 2020 results. In Georgia, there was both an audit uh, and a statewide recount confirming Biden's victory, but ignored in the process was evidence that nearly 35,000 Georgians had potentially voted illegally. New evidence ind indicates that more than 10,300 illegal votes were cast in Georgia in the November 2020 general election, a number that will continue to rise over the next several months, potentially exceeding the 12,670 votes that separated Biden from Trump. While the evidence does not change the fact that Joe Biden is our president, all Americans who genuinely care about free and fair elections and the disenfranchisement of voters should demand both transparency and solutions to, to uh, prevent future uh, problems such as these. Uh, this evidence also vindicates former President Trump uh, for, and his legal team for the related public and private comments and legal arguments made in challenging the Georgia election results under the cover of COVID, of course. Uh, in Georgia, there was both an audit and a statewide recount, evidence of nearly 35,000 uh, illegal votes. Under Georgia law, residents must vote in the county which they reside, uh, and the, many of these were outside of the county. Um, the data speaks for itself, she says, and the article kind of goes on from there and asks the question, did Georgia officials know? So um, the only reason why I wanted to highlight this show is because, first of all, we haven't had a chance to talk about these much recently. Secondarily, um, there's still a lot of movement on the voter fraud fund, it's, but it's just not really getting any traction that I had hoped, really, you know. It definitely seems that way. I was actually able to watch the hearing today. Uh, I guess it was like a pre-discovery hearing. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. You know how law fags are. Uh, but, you know, I, I was able to just kind of flick it on and, and kind of watch it. Um, and it was just um, hard to watch, to tell you the truth. You could totally tell that all they really cared about was how can we censor um, uh uh, Lynn Wood and 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 Sidney Powell and any and any of the other uh, lawyers that are involved in these lawsuits. That's all they care about. How can we censor them? That's all we care about. And they don't care about getting the truth out there of the fact that even if it's one vote, and even if it was switched from you know uh, Biden to Trump, it, it, it's not a it's not a political issue. Right. It, it shouldn't be a political issue. It should strictly be about the fact that if there and of course, the Constitution relays that same sentiment. Right. So why is it a big deal? Why are they attacking these lawyers? Why is it a big deal to try to even if it's one vote, 
to try to censor these lawyers and what they're trying to do and how they're trying to drag um, Melissa Carone through the mud, basically calling her, you know, basically a low, this is just my interpretation, a low level peasant um, is basically the, the way they made her look. They didn't even make it seem like she was an integral part in this it was just unbelievable i you know it's hard to watch it really is because at the end even one of the guy one of the lawyers said you know if somebody's watching this right now this is the problem with what's going on um so he pretty much you know said it which needed to be said but again this is michigan this is democrat controlled this is them trying to form the narrative of course they went back to the insurrection and talked about that as well and try to you know bring that all into this but no discussion whatsoever about if there is one vote republican democrat doesn't matter then it needs to be investigated if there's one fraudulent vote um that's too simple to focus on apparently um <laughs> i know i don't know it's very frustrating what's going on and it's um i don't know i just i don't i don't understand the legal arguments in these cases i guess i you know it's it's probably that i i'm not a lawyer so that's why i don't understand them but it seems to me that there are angles that they could be taken that would be more effective i don't know well and then basically at the end of of all of this um sydney just kept you know raising her hand because they wouldn't didn't really want her to talk um but at the end she basically said if if you want to censor anybody um, basically censor me because I'm the one who drafted the documents for this. This is what we're discussing. Lynn Wood, uh, the other uh, legal team that was involved as well, they didn't draft any of these documents, basically saying, if you want to come after anybody, come after me. And I thought that was pretty cool of her to way to end that whole discussion. She's just firing away, man. I absolutely love her. Well, hopefully. Come and, come and get it. Yeah, hopefully we get more movement on this front. Um, yeah, uh, Pelidius, thank you for dropping the uh, Trenton White um, man on the streets. We're trying to get that uh, for in the next couple of weeks. So I don't know. We're just we'll, we'll, whenever the money we can get the money together to do that. Um, Trenton White's going to be here tomorrow to talk about that. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, <laughs> the I'm pill broke. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, thanks, Cage Farm. I appreciate you, bro. Um, the other thing I wanted to get to real quick is the drug pricing lawsuit that could blow up Medicare. Hmm. Interesting. This is out of Axios, but I just want to see what, what this actually is. A federal judge will soon determine whether Pfizer can pay Medicare patients out of pocket expenses for one of its heart medications that is priced at $225,000 per year. Wow. Holy shit. Really? You need medication that's priced at, at a quarter million? Why it matters, a ruling in Pfizer's favor would legalize something that is viewed as a kickback under current law. Well, they do it already, so why not legalize it? And would jeopardize taxpayer coffers by spurring a gold rush of pharmaceutical companies to cover Medicare copay payments for expensive drugs. Um, That could include Aduhelm, uh, which is um, Biogen's Alzheimer's treatment. Um, Pfizer sued the federal government last year, arguing like, rules prohibiting pharmaceutical companies from directly or indirectly funding patients' drug, drug copays were unconstitutional. Um, the Office of Inspector General has long said the, that copay programs and Pfizer-specific proposals run afoul of federal law because they are like bribes. Eh, go figure. 
So in the end, it looks like Pfizer is trying to manipulate things so they can basically bribe people <laughs> into certain drugs no. and stuff. Yeah. If you want to stay alive, it's going to cost you $225,000 a year. Yeah. I mean, what that? Who comes up with, like, no, fifty k is not enough. Hundred? No, not a hundred. Let's just do two hundred and twenty-five thousand. Let's see how bad they really want to stay alive. What kind of crap is this? This is unbelievable. Oh my god. I don't. I, it's the it's Pfizer again. That's how they that's how they do this shit. They manipulate the laws for their favor. Unreal. Um, you know. Now they're just trying to make kickbacks and bribes legal. Eh, real nice. <laughs> Um, well. Yeah, a couple other quick stories, then we'll get to your news blitz or your rapid fire segment here in about six minutes, and then your calls at the top of the hour, guys. So looking forward to hearing from you guys. Stand by for that in about uh, six minutes. Uh, DOJ retracts claim of fully constructed Capitol Lego set, a Lego of riot suspect in a box. Like the headline is just the dumbest. What the fuck? I don't, I, I don't even know what this is. I have no clue what this story is about. Apparently, this has been going around for a while. The DOJ has withdrawn its claim that a Capitol riot suspect was found to be in possession of a fully constructed Lego set depicting the U.S. Capitol. Obviously, he was using this Lego set to uh, plan the insurrection on the Capitol. The question I have about this is who the fuck let this come out of the DOJ to beginning in the beginning? Court documents filed July 2nd, the Department of Justice pushed for Morse to be detained until trial. And the federal government noted during his arrest, law enforcement recovered some clothing and other items that appear to match uh, what he was wearing on the 6th. Don't tread on me flag, a neck gaiter and a military utility bag and military fatigues. In addition, he also had firearms, a handgun and a shotgun and a rifle, like as, as if that's illegal or something. Um... The, the Capitol set is one of the most sought-after and most expensive Lego sets currently priced at $266.95 on Amazon. However, in the filing, the original uh, memoranda, the undersigned, stated the law enforcement found a fully constructed U.S. Capitol Lego set. Please note after review of the photographs from the search that appears to have been a miscommunication, and the statement appears to be inaccurate. The Lego set was in a box. What the fuck? How is this even a story? What does a fucking Lego set have to do with anything? I don't know, but I'm laughing because I saw so many memes like all weekend. Um, they, I guess they're you know thinking about doing a Epstein Island Lego set next, uh, which was interesting. All kinds of I don't know what's going on with it either. Um, maybe it's just a distraction. I don't know. I don't either. Another interesting story is I see we our colors are starting to come in. Here's one for you, Denise. Prince Charles blocks Prince Edward from becoming Duke of Edinburgh. I don't know if that even matters. Not that I even really care. I just found it to be interesting. And then the police chief demands an apology from a Democrat state rep who made false accusation of racial profiling as a cop pulled him over and the dumbass fucking uh, person. Uh, I fucking hate these people, man. Claimed that he was racial profiling him. Uh, actually, dummy, you were just speeding and you had no front plates. It's just ridiculous what's happening out there. This is out in Minnesota uh, where this happened. So I don't know, man. It's it, The shit that's happening out there is just continues to baffle me one day after a time. I one don't get next. it. I know. I don't get it. I don't get it at all, man. Confuses the hell out of me. It's always about racial profiling, even though the guy was speeding. Hello, that's illegal. 
I'm breezing the polio over. Yeah, I really don't get the the Lego thing, man. Uh, it's like, what did? How did that even become a thing to begin with? And they obviously were using that to create a narrative. It's freaking unbelievable, dude. I don't know. Jedi Healer is saying something about uh, Lego is trafficking code, sillies. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think in this context that's what they're talking about. But <clears throat> nonetheless, um. Let's see here. Uh, uh, Glenn, thank you for the can out there. And somebody else I just jumped on me right before I was. Oh, uh, Sean and I, look at uh, Joe Chamberlain over there <laughs> rocking the beard like straight boss. He is. Yes, that man is a straight boss. <laughs> good to see you out there, Sean and I. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, good stuff. I'm going to give you an extra couple minutes for your news blitz. I know you got a couple of news in there that are going to take a little bit longer. We'll get, get to a rapid fire here. Stand by for that. I need to hear the guns. The guns are never on fire, and I love them. Joe, what do you got for us today in the news in the rapid fire? All right, let's get to it. So first one that just uh, came out recently, Fox News, U.S. Army Special Ops veteran take matters into their own hands to get trusted ally out of Afghanistan. We talked a little bit about this beforehand. I mean, his his efforts uh, basically to help keep elite U.S. service members alive on hundreds of dangerous missions, the uh, former Green Beret said. And, um, you know, there's a, I'm going to spread, let me actually cut, let me get this out there because this is really an interesting story. I mean, it seems like these inform, if if you want to call it basically an informant, you know, they go into Afghanistan and other places and these people help them. And, um, you know, obviously if the military can trust them, then why can't we protect these people? Um, and it seems like nobody cares about this. This has been going on since uh, t- 2009, 2010. Um, so now over 11 years. And basically the people that helped our military are now getting ca- uh, chastised as terrorists in their own country. So if they so much as try to make a phone call to get out of the country, they can't even do that. Pretty crazy stuff, man. It's really another sad statement on what we have done with people who have helped us. I mean, you look at uh, what happened to the people in Iraq. We did, this, we did the same thing and all around the world. Every time we use these operatives uh, that help us, uh, you know, Vietnam's another example. You get left behind and get slaughtered, and, and we don't do anything to change what's happening on this. I mean, there's a, there's a program in place that allows informants and people who help to be moved to America, but the State Department program on that is garbage, and it doesn't qualify people that should be coming here. How about we bring people who want to help America succeed here and not fucking MS-13 from South America? There's an idea. Uh, this one that uh, brought up, uh, you brought up, here are pictures, video of a large tanker truck fire on I-75 near Big Beaver Road. Uh, this is in Michigan near Detroit. Uh, just an interesting story, right? Uh, tankers don't usually explode, do they? <laughs> I mean, I don't, yeah. Like, I mean, how, did, how does this happen? It's on the side of the road. It looked like it was, you know, pulled over on the side of the road. So I don't know if, I, I just, I, I can't fathom what the hell, how the hell this is possible. I don't know. I don't know, but very interesting that you brought that up as well. 
Um, CBS News and Catherine Harris just dropped this. The Marine sentenced in 2017 killing of Green Beret in Africa. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember this story or not, but this was the Marine Corps Gunnery Sergeant Mario uh, Madero Rodriguez to six months of confinement, a reduction in rank, and additional 90 days of hard labor for his involvement in an array of crimes connecting to the 2017 death of Army Green Beret Logan Melger. Um, this story was a couple of years ago, obviously, but I did want to bring it up. Uh, basically, he's fine. He's he's maximum sentence uh, would be 27 years in confinement and a dishonorable uh, discharge. This was basically a, um, what they say was a hazing event gone wrong. Also very interesting out of the Epoch Times petition to recall socialist Los Angeles councilwoman approved for circulation. More going on in California. This is super interesting, of course, um, with Newsom uh, as well, still in the middle of being recalled. And now the Los Angeles councilwoman also may be recalled. Good stuff going on there in California for sure. This was super interesting as well. HSI investigation results in multiple human trafficking related charges. This is out of Spring Hill, Tennessee, an undercover investigation aimed at addressing human trafficking in middle Tennessee resulted in the arrests of 18 men accused of seeking illicit sex from minors. Um, Here's a list of the names here, but uh, 25, uh, 29 Marvin Sparkman. I mean, just a, a multiple, there's a Patel in there, uh, David Christopher, um, Andrew Myung Kim. Um, so quite a few people actually arrested uh, on this investigation, HSI and uh, ICE and Department of Homeland Security doing an amazing job over the weekend to get that one taken care of. We should put those guys' faces on uh, milk cartons. Yeah, no doubt. Breitbart, Texas, uh, most remote border sector will break an all-time migrant apprehension record. Think about that. Texas' most remote remote border sector will break an all-time migrant apprehension record. This is unbelievable. We've been talking in depth about the border. Um, I mean, just about every day it seems like we're talking about it. But this is kind of shocking if you think about it. This is like the worst place where you really don't want to go, the most remote places where you don't want to cross, and they're having the largest apprehensions there. So that is very interesting. Yeah, Got to talk about... Real quick, that, that discussion yeah. of the, the land saying that you don't need a fence in some spot, uh, bull fucking shit, by the way. Yep, just wandering across in the middle of the desert. No big deal. Um, yeah, I have to talk about HeyJackass.com, of course, uh, for Monday, um, July to date. We are up to 200 shot and wounded, 245 total shot, 49 total homicides, and 45 shot and killed. Um, it's uh, nothing to say there. Nothing to say there. It's unbelievable what's going on. Let me just give you an, a great example here. Uh, rap the rapper walking out of Chicago jail literally was shot 64 times. So this guy gets released out of a Cook County jail and he gets ambushed. Um, needless to say, he didn't make it. 
Um, there was uh, a lady that I believe was picking him up at jail that suffered a minor wound and another lady got grazed as well. A 60 year old woman and a 30 year old woman. But this is the kind of shit that's happening is uh, these gang wars and stuff like that. They I mean, they get released. They just get hunted down the second they walk out of jail. And of course, nobody could find the assailants. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that. FCC ED, unbelievable, the uh, reports coming out of there. But this just caught my attention because it says suspended Georgia insurance commissioner go on trial for fraud charges. This article is pretty interesting. This is a $2 million indictment um, that basically he defrauded his uh, employer out of. But what's also interesting is, yes, he's a Republican. Yes, there's fraud that happens in Republicans. But uh, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, the fellow Republican, called on Beck to resign a day after his indictment. Beck voluntarily suspended himself from office the next day, saying he was innocent of the charges and it would be inappropriate for him to resign. Beck has continued to collect his state salary even after the state has also been paying John King, who was appointed by Kemp, to serve as commissioner during Beck's suspension and who has announced a 2022 run to keep the job. The reason why I find this all interesting is because it just, it, well, first and foremost, it's amazing how much stuff is actually connected if you think about it. But also, obviously, we're paying the same guy, <laughs> uh, you know, or the two guys the same amount uh, as one is suspended and one is making a run. It's just waste of taxpayer dollars, first and foremost. And secondly, a $2 million um, you know, indicted on a federal charges, that's not like a small deal. Like that's a pretty big deal. So why is he still getting paid? I don't know. But anyways, this is super interesting as well out of zero hedge, 25,000 applicants in the first week after Indiana offers free gun carry licenses, man, that is a lot of freaking people in Indiana applying for their uh, gun carry licenses. The thing that I thought was interesting is I was kind of thinking, man, I wonder who put these laws into effect. Why are so many people all of a sudden, all these people at once? And I, I dug into it a little bit and it looks like Pence did a little bit of work uh, behind the scenes. Um, as we have discussed previously with Pence, not only was he very uh, an intricate role in bringing the Bible back in schools, but he also had an intricate role in, in this. Um, so that I thought was very interesting that 25,000 applicants in the first week for free gun carry licenses. Yeah. I, you know, I, we've talked quite a bit about, um, Pence's leadership in the conservative party as a governor. I, you know, I thought he did a great job. I just wanted to say, uh, here's my gun carry license right here. It's called the U S constitution. So I don't even know why they're even having licenses, True that. True that. Scott Walker at CPAC on critical race theory. Call it what it is. It is state sanctioned racism. I mean, just straight up calls it. Uh, this is your former Republican Wisconsin governor, Scott Walker, um, which I thought was interesting that he had said this straight out. And we need more people like this, regardless, calling it what it is. It is straight racism. 
Oh man, the Cuba, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. So communist Cuba begins cracking down on freedom protesters, internet service cut in areas. This is according to dailywire.com. Um, there's a very good video here as well with disclosed TV that kind of shows the amount of people that were in mass protest uh, in several cities in Cuba over the poor state of socialism, uh, socialized medicine system uh, and protesters demanding freedom from the communist dictatorship. A lot of great videos in the disclose. I'm sure you guys probably saw these in disclosed TV did a, a good job at putting those videos together. So very, uh, very interesting. And of course there was pictures Steve Scalise even sent out uh, some information for Cuba as well. And there was people with American flags. Um, so very interesting. That is all I had for you today on the Rapid Fire, brother. Back to you. Good stuff as always. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, we haven't really, um, <clears throat> you know, had a chance to, to get through all that. So it's been a lot of fun getting back into the groove. Joe's Rapid Fire segment is brought to you by StarvedRockGolf.com. S-T-A-R-V-E-D RockGolf.com. Check them out when you guys get time. Use discount code Uncensored. Look at all, look at all the cool shit they got in this place. I mean, if you need a club that just to fill in for you know yourself or somebody else, if you're missing a three iron that you want to add or you're missing a two iron, trust me, they got it. They got five, almost 500 pages of clubs in here if you can't find it here they got balls they got wedges they got all kinds of cool stuff starvedrockgolf.com check them out when you guys get time uh those are great show sponsors for joe's rapid fire segment bro yeah thanks man appreciate that absolutely you can also if you're on facebook you can go to sports boss uh 777 uh on facebook and check out their information there as well Discount code uncensored. If you guys need something, check it out. That's where it's at. All right, let's get to a top of the hour rise attire uh, uh, advertisement, and then we'll be right back after that with your guys' calls and some other discussions. Looking forward to that. Stand by. Yep, yep. We've reached a pivotal moment in the Great Awakening. Culture was hijacked and weaponized a long time ago, but now we see it as the final battlefront of the information war of good versus evil. So, get in. We're hijacking it back for the cause. Here at Rise Attire, we spit on the garbage narratives of mainstream media propaganda. It's a means to an end for the agenda of the corporate elite globalist cabal. Welcome to Clown World. It's all a fake joke. But you're not. You are real. So, recognize us? We are Rise Attire and we've got the solution for all your based apparel needs. We do premium top shelf, cut and sew apparel that's 100% made in America and 100% evil free, guaranteed. Mimetic messaging and dope style will have you maneuvering through clowns with swagger in no time. Plant red pills in the minds of normies, attract more base people into your life, and give a big middle finger to the system. Go to RiseAttireUSA.com now. Repping truth never looks so good. Rise proudly sponsors Brothers Uncensored. Use promo code ABEWAY for 10% off your first purchase. RiseAttireUSA.com. Check them out when you guys get time and uh, help support them. They should be bringing their website back up here in the next couple weeks, hopefully. I know they're working very hard on it. So appreciate their support as well as StarvedRockGolf.com. Both of those those guys helping to pay up some of the... uh, 
the many bills that I have added to, uh, as you guys have seen behind the scenes. All right, let's get to your guys' calls. I saw Denise being the first one to hop in there. She's been waiting. She wants to talk. Let's hear from Denise and then whoever else is out there, bro. Others out there, Denise, whenever you're ready, go ahead and unmute. Glad to have you here with us today. Uh, I also see Navy Vet out there. Awesome. Navy Vet, why don't you come on in, hop in there, and uh, we'll get you going here in a minute. Denise, how are you today? Real quick, Melania put out a telegram today. I've announced that Baron Trump won't won't be allowed to use social media platforms until 18 years of age. Today, I announce again that Baron... Uh, Trump since today will be only using Telegram. So uh, they announced that Barron has his own uh, official Telegram now, and it's it's pretty cool. He's got uh, he just says I really love Telegram, dear friends and family. Finally joined Telegram, and then he's got some pictures of himself with uh, um, his mom and dad, and then it says one just love my dad, just a good picture of. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to see it, but so just want to let you guys know about that too. Go ahead, what's on your mind, Denise? Uh, well, uh, hello. <laughs> First half. Well, hello. How is the tea today? My tea's okay. Baron's a giant. He's six foot seven, 15 years old and six foot seven. He's going to be a monster. Yeah. (laughs) Saw a picture and he made his mom and dad look like children. (laughs) Yeah, right. I know. It's amazing how tall he is for how old he is. I can't figure that shit out. But I guess look at his dad. His dad's like six, six or something, too, isn't he? Yeah, six, six, three or six, four, I think um, President Trump is. But Melania is a six footer as well. Yeah, she's tall as well. He, he dwarfs his uh, brothers. I think the tallest of his brothers, Eric, is six foot six. Yeah. So, six, seven. So I, That's huge. Yeah. So I think uh, Baron might just hit seven foot, if not over, because he's only 15 and you, and you, you keep growing until you're about 23, I think. Anywho. Yeah, I think I, I think I, um, I was at my height where I'm within an inch of where I was at about 16. And then since then I've, I haven't grown that much taller. Yeah. Well, he could sprout. Yeah, he's I, definitely going to be a big lad, big man. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I've got multiple calls coming in at the same time here. I just want to say a quick hi to Navy vet out there while, before I bring in uh, Glenn and Casey weaponized truth and two one seven, who I believe is KH farmer, but I'm going to try to keep it as a round table and give you guys each minute or so to talk. So go ahead, Navy vet. How are you doing today, brother? Good to see you, man. Good to see you guys too, man. I just wanted to give you guys a really quick call here, man. Something phenomenal happened Saturday night. Um, we went to the Garth Brooks concert. There's probably about 65,000 people there. There was no mask. Maybe one out of a thousand had a mask on. And Garth Brooks came out and said, hey, you know, don't look at people. Oh, you got muted there. But there you go. No, don't don't shun them. That's funny. It's the feet, right? You got to. Yeah, but the. But the crazy thing is, as you guys know, his song, God's Greatest Gift, is Unanswered Prayers. No, I'm not familiar with it. Anyway, anyways, there's a song that he sings that God's greatest gift is unanswered prayers. Anyways, when he's done, the whole stadium starts chanting, we love Trump. We love Trump. Dude, it wow. was in. 
incredible. God's unanswered prayers and people started chanting that. It was wow. it was pretty it was pretty crazy. And in the in the night, I mean, he didn't he didn't get off set probably till about midnight, and it was a shit show to get out of there. Uh, we couldn't get an Uber, so me and my wife decided to go get a room at the Mandalay Bay. And God forbid, I saw President Trump's motorcade leaving. And guys, what president do you guys know? Even when Obama wasn't president, traveled in a motorcade. And I'm saying a motorcade. It's all unmarked cars, but they've got the radiation detector. They've got the ambulance. They've got all the SWAT. I mean, come on. I got to tell you, maybe that a lot of people. Real, real quick, Joe, um, I have to take uh, the Zoom screen down because KH Farmer's number's on. So if you could uh, rename him and keep an eye on that, uh, make sure we don't, we're not doxing anybody's phone number on the screen. Gotcha. Now, Navy, but, that, I, I, I agree with you, actually. Um, I've seen a lot of pictures. A lot of people have discussed that as well. It's interesting, needless to say, why a former president has that kind of a detail. Um, also, uh, great point of bringing up the fact that he was at the stadium at the UFC fight as well, yes. where they were chanting. Uh, of course, there was a couple of people Joe, in the mood. Yeah, right click uh, the the or in in uh, the in his screen uh, the Got three it. arrows rename I, because I have blank screen on the screen right now. Thank you. Got it. But, Sorry about that. Go ahead, guys. Sorry. But yeah, yeah, I just wanted to call in and just say that. I mean, it just, and I was with like, we were, my wife and I, we were with probably like four other couples and you know, they, they're not into politics. They, they love Trump, but they're not into this conspiracy shit. But even my buddy, and he's a, he's a cop. He even said to me, he's like, Shane, been right. All of this does not make any fucking sense. I've never seen a president have a presidential deal. To this extent, I said, dude, I rest my case. I said, you believe in Q now? He's like, yes. <laughs> I tell you, sometimes it just takes people to see it. And interesting enough, at a Garth Brooks concert, because let's be honest, the last time I saw Garth Brooks was at Biden's inauguration. Um, so that right. wasn't that wasn't the best uh, viewing as far as I'm concerned. Um, and of course, also, he ran up and had to give uh, you know Obama and everybody else hugs. But the yeah. fact the fact that that happened um, is definitely very interesting. It seems like a lot of people these days um, try to stay hey, new, try to stay neutral as possible, but it's pretty hard to stay neutral in times like these. If you ask me, yes. maybe that. Oh yeah. Cause we, they see we're losing our fucking country and it's not a conspiracy anymore. They want new world order. That no false. No false. Now we're, Everybody's seeing it, and they're like, what the fuck do we do? we got to stand up. It starts at the local level, and it goes up from there. And I am still running for uh, county commissioner in Nevada. It's just I can't do it now because the next seat's 2024. But um, I do have some support, so I just want to give you guys a call, tell you guys what happened over the weekend. It was beautiful, and you guys have a wonderful day. Awesome, Navy vet. Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it a lot. And like I said, man, those little things can really transcend and really make a difference in the grand scheme of things, even if it was at a Garth Brooks concert. God bless. Great call, Navy vet. Let's bring uh, Glenn in. T2, brother. Let's bring Glenn in. Uh, Glenn, how are you doing today, brother? Oh, not too bad, guys. Hello, all. Hello, all. And hugs to all the super mods. 
Uh, let's see, South Africa, they got the riots going on because previous presidents that were arrested. Uh, Cuba, got those riots going on. And that just shows me a uh, possible leadership vacuum at the top because never before have you seen protests, number one, coming out of Cuba. They always arrested and disappeared the people. And number two, you've never seen video of it. Uh, so that kind of makes me wonder about Cuba and its leadership right now. I got a little thing here out of Politico that everybody should be interested in and upset about. Uh, apparently, Biden is including, and uh, Biden allied groups, including DNC, are also planning to engage fact checkers more aggressively and work with SMS. That's your text messaging on your phone, folks, carriers, to dispel misinformation about vaccines that are sent over social media and text messages. That one is total bullshit. That makes all these people uh, government agents and not subject to 230 anymore because they're going with government agencies. Interesting. Uh, Very interesting. Hey, Glenn, hang on just a second. Sure. Um, real quick, the 217 number, is that KH Farmer, by the way? 217, are you out there? Yes, it is. Thanks, Joe. Now I know why I get so many damn random phone calls. <laughs> real, real quick, KH Farmer, uh, Denise didn't get a chance to to say what, what she originally called in for. Thanks. I just wanted to give her back in here real quick. Denise, yep. go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, man. <laughs> Hi. Yes, um, there was comments I wanted to make Um one on the uh, you brought up the Prince Charles thing, um, yeah. not giving titles. What's the Duke of Prince Edinburgh? Charles, anyway? Yeah, Prince Charles has said that um, he said for a long time that he wanted a slimmed down royalty that was um, taking money out of the public purse. So he's always said that. Um, he wouldn't. He didn't want loads of princes and princesses and what have you that would be taking money out of the public purse. So Meghan Markle wanted to call her kids prince and princess, and she wanted the title princess as well, and she didn't get it. Uh, so she spat a dummy out over that. But Charles has always said for a lot of years that because it's only the person sitting in the throne that can say who is a princess uh prince and princess do you understand gotcha the so, only ones by birth could be um like prince charles who they were directly the queen's kids and their kids not their kids kids i think you unless guys need they your were own, i think you need your own tea party where you just say we're done paying yeah. for any of you guys yeah, unless they were in a direct line of succession, which Merkel's children aren't. Um, gotcha. It's Williams. It's Williams' kids who are in direct line of succession. I see. The so other that thing makes I sense, wanted, huh? Yeah. The other thing was Cuba. Harris said that those riots are because the Cubans are overrun with COVID and they're not getting the vaccines, and that's what they're rioting about. It has nothing to do with socialism at all. She said that in a, in a, it was, I can't remember if it was a presser or one of her meetings anyway that was um, on camera. 
I can't believe the crap that comes out of that woman's who, mouth. Who said that? Heels up, Harris. Harris. Oh my god, what a moron! Well, everybody's <laughs> using the the COVID excuse. Uh, I forgot what city it was. They said that you need to get your COVID shot as part of uh uh what like a storm uh preparation or whatever. Like it's totally crazy. Everybody's yeah. They're absolutely desperate. Casey, thanks for joining us as well. And Weaponized Truth, I'll get you in here in just a minute. Go ahead and finish up your thoughts there, Denise. I know you had a couple other things you wanted to talk about. Yeah, uh, the um, the illegal immigrants coming into England has increased by a vast amount. Piri Patel is trying to get them off as soon as they come on the beach, trying to take them away somewhere else but she's facing a heavy fight from our lefty judges who are saying you can't do that and they're they're quoting the European Union's um, rights thing Bill of Rights thing um, which also is something that Boris is trying to get us out of um, because we have our own Bill of Rights um, so we don't need to go by their rules but it's such a fight all the time it's such a fight getting things through parliament etc there was something else but i forgot where's, what it was so where's speak the, to somebody where's else the most majority of uh of illegal immigrants in the uk from the middle east or they're from all over they're from all over and mainly from the middle east yeah but african a lot of africans are coming in and the the people getting killed with machetes uh, in London and other big cities is unreal. The videos coming out of them um, chasing that's, people with machetes. Yeah. yeah, that's what's coming next. Yeah, Denise, well, they'll, they'll just find another weapon. Denise, I thought they banned knives of uh, anything over six inches. In well, they do, but that only applies to us law-abiding citizens. It doesn't apply to all these illegal immigrants. Yeah, one just like Pretty, here. Yeah, one thing Pretty has got, she's made a deal with one of the Eastern Bloc countries that any of their people who uh, commit crimes or are criminals um, are going back to that country. And for the life of me, I can't remember which one it is right at the minute it'll probably pop into me head later but i'll shut up for now there was no something problem. else but stay, i'll shut up for now stay with us denise if you'd like casey i appreciate you joining us uh i know you wanted to kind of hop in there with a couple of quick comments go ahead brother um i heard you guys talking about the the whole like um uh situation with the social media and um and the section 230 and this whole like lawsuit thing and uh, like for a couple of years, um, I used to see like different uh, ads and uh, services where people were promoting like marketing products, and they were always talking about um, using Facebook ads or Google ads, and it's some like something about like something about it never sat right with me. It's like because like I. I've used, uh, I've made accounts on, on Facebook and Instagram. I've never put any of my personal information on there, like, uh, my real name or my pictures or like anything that 
I mean, they probably have that that information anyway, but something about like them selling information that people don't, I mean, it's not like, you know, like where the exact person, the, the information is coming from, but they're sell, still selling uh, information based on what you post in your profile or what you look or what you talk to other people on that platform about. So like something about that never sat right with me. And like, I, I like people try to justify it and say, Oh, it's like a, uh, a, uh, what do you call it? A private company. They, they have the right to, um, to do that. Like, like I said, something, something about that never, never seemed right to me. So that that's, that's one thing. Um, that's one thing I wanted to comment Casey, about on that. Casey, if you also have an Alexa or a Siri or a Ring doorbell, they'll get it all off of that too. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, like I have the uh, the Amazon app, and like I f- I found out a couple of months ago. Well, I think it was probably like more than that. Probably like two or three years ago that. Um, <laughs> In the app, there's an option where you could uh, delete audio because it based the the apps basically. Um, I've never heard any audio; just just deleted the stuff. But they said that you should delete, uh, go in there and delete uh, anything in case it's recording anyway. So that was kind of suspicious to me. And also, um, I used like before I found out about all this like uh, invasion of privacy with social media. I used to have uh, like sites I go to and I instead of uh, creating a password and an account I just like link it to the um, link it to the Facebook account I had and as soon as I found out that they're basically tracking all those sites that I'm logging into I just uh, like unlinked all of that stuff well, it's definitely important, but a great point that you made there as well, Casey, as someone who ran a Facebook account for a long time um, and got it up to almost a million views. They don't care at some point. They don't care how you sign in, what you sign in with. All they're going after is your content. So you can try to be anonymous. You can try to, you know, use a, a, a fake uh, email or whatever. Regardless, they're going to come after you because of the content you post. And, you know, even if it's not anything that um, is harmful in any way possible, they don't care. They're absolutely censoring every conservative, no matter if you're anonymous or not. And it's absolutely frustrating, man. Believe me, I lost so much content. Uh, It's, it's frustrating. It's, it's crazy. You said that because I I had a, a conversation with a coworker, a few years ago and I, I like I, we were basically talking about um social media and I was like I don't I mean I look at um like I'm I'm into art so I look at certain uh artists on on social media but like as far as I like I don't post any personal information so I was saying that I don't post anything any personal stuff on social media and this person was like that that's um that's suspicious like if you if you don't if you're not like doing anything wrong you shouldn't be um shouldn't be afraid to do that so I was like I 
I, I didn't say it to the person, but I was thinking to myself, like, they could find any, this is before, like, I even knew all about all the sense, and they could find anything on your page and say that it, it violates whatever uh, rules that they have. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's bring uh, Cage Farmer in. Uh, I know you've been sitting there patiently waiting. Cage Farmer, how are you doing today, brother? Oh, doing pretty good. I, I've been actually waiting to use this on someone other than Joe Biden, but thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you guys is sending me a burner phone? <laughs> Dude, here's the thing. You don't know how bad I do not want Joe in the office just for the simple fact of what you just said. I'm so tired of hearing it. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I get you, Cage Farmer. I get you, man. What's on your mind today, brother? I'm just fucking with you, dude. It's all good. Um, no, it's, uh, you know, it, it's, and, here, and here's why it's all good, right? Here's why it's all good. You know, it's been said, and, and we all say it too, you know, we have it all. We have it all. Well, you know what? Guess what? So do they. They have it all. It doesn't matter how anonymous you are. It doesn't matter how careful you are. I'm not even really sure VPNs matter that much. Um, they they're going to find you. They have ways of figuring it out. And if you think it's just the government, you're wrong. It's not government. It's, it's big corporate too. And I say that, and you know, you, you think about what company you may or may not work for. It's not just that what companies or big companies do your friends and family and other people you might be friends with on various social medias work for, because they all have security at a corporate level and corporate security monitors all of social media. And if you think I'm playing, I'm not, they do. They've got everything on everyone anyway. So, I mean, you, you can be as anonymous as you want. It's only a matter of time before they've got all your shit anyway. So it is what it is. You know what I mean? It took, it took me to the point where I had to completely get a brand new system and everything um, to be able to get Facebook and Twitter off my nuts. Uh, welcome. I want to welcome in Weaponized Truth as well. He's been sitting out there. Just want to see if you got a quick comment on anything we've been discussing. Good, glad to have you with us, brother. Hey, what's going on, Joe? How you doing, Abe? what's good man good to see you how are you man doing well i'm doing well actually i just uh got through having a meeting with methods apparently i have a, a channel now so at some point i guess i'm going to start streaming like you guys and sweet whoever the hell wants to listen to me so awesome <laughs> that's good stuff brother good stuff do you know when that channel is going to be launching uh well i can pretty much go live now anytime i want to i, I may i may try it out tonight for a little while just to test it out and stuff and see how it's going but uh, i'm thinking at this point uh probably next monday awesome awesome sure. glad to have you joining us on the foxhole brother uh me too that's i'm fantastic. excited what's that cage so that's fantastic i love it yeah so as far as what denise was saying and yeah i just thought i'd throw this out there obviously i don't live in england but y'all were asking about where all the uh these immigrants were coming from. And uh, now I don't live there, so I don't honestly know, but something that I've kept track of for a while is if you go and uh, you look at the most common name for boys in England for like the last 10 years, it's Muhammad. Muhammad, yeah. You're yes. right. Right. So you, you can pretty much guess where these people are coming from as far as that goes. So, Glenn, you were talking about, were you saying that they were going to track your text messages for fake information about viruses? Is that what you were saying? Or vaccines, I mean? That's what they want to do. They, uh, the political ad uh, said that Biden and his allies on the DNC want to go after SMS messages and all your uh, media messages for anything that is against the virus narrative. 
Okay, because I'm going to tie this into a story you were talking about. But yesterday I was watching an interview with somebody, and I, I can't remember the name now, but um, apparently at some point a bunch of people were telling him that he was on a no-fly list. And he didn't. Have, he actually didn't have any idea. And it, as apparently, as it turns out, there's no way to find out, like, if you're on a no-fly list. Like, if he was saying, there's nowhere you can go log in and look to see if you're on it or not. You know, he's basically saying the only way you can find out if you're on the no-fly list or not is just to go to the airport and try to board on a plane. And then if you're not on the if you're on the no-fly list, then like, yeah, no, you can't fly. And it's so, harder than and it's harder than hell to get off that no-fly list. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know if you guys ever heard of this uh, guy named Chris Guy. He's uh, from Canada, and he's been really vocal about all this virus stuff. And he he posted a video a couple of weeks ago uh, where he um, he was trying to take a flight, and they told him that he was um, he was on the no fly Ryan, list. And you he, got a mute button there, buddy. Use it. Yeah, he was on the no fly list, and he was trying to get. Uh, information on why they put him on the no-fly list and they refused to to even talk to him and they eventually called uh airport security and had him escorted out of the terminal so wait this dude That's just crazy. got told he was on a no-fly list and was like yeah. why well, and yeah he, he he um he asked to speak to a supervisor a supervisor came they they refused to say anything then uh, when he kept pushing them, they they eventually called uh, security and had him uh, escorted out of the the terminal. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's it, it's not just uh, it's not just here; it's it's happening in other places too. So yeah, so to, so to get back to my my original point, because this is interesting, what you said about the text messages. Now we know they've been hacked into everything on the planet for years, but the fact that they're being so bold to come out and saying we're going to track your shit on your text messages—that's a pretty bold statement. But anyways, I was thinking about this no-fly list stuff, right? Because they're they're getting people with a no-fly list, right? They're cutting off people from Cash App and all this stuff. They're hitting them in the in the financial sector, right? Then they're they're silencing them on, on all sorts of social media, so they uh, so they can't communicate, right? And I was thinking about it, right? This is the exact same kind of shit they do when they say they're retaliating against foreign diplomats and stuff, right? They're not allowed to come in the country. They cut, they they put sanctions on them to affect their money, you know. Then and, and all like the same thing that they're doing to other people in other countries. They're supposed to be our enemies. They're doing to American citizens, right? Oh, so we are we are the enemy, right? We're, we're <laughs> they're literally at war with us right now. And 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 you were talking about I don't know was it Cuba where you said they were literally cutting off the internet? Yeah, that's one of the things that I reported on. They're cutting off the internet. They're also cutting off text messaging. Um, so trying to get rid of the communications there in Cuba. Now, of course, it's hard to, with any reporting coming from Cuba, it's hard to, you know, get any truth out of what's going on. I know Abe and I kind of discussed the situation. And Abe, you were saying that what the government was pretty much to blame is well, what they're. Castro's brother or whoever's taken over since Castro's dead or not dead, whatever the, f there's so much garbage news coming out of there. But as far as I know, he's dead and his brother Raul is taken over. Well, Raul was the enforcer of the Marxist doctrine um, under uh, Fidel. So it's, you know, it's, it's a bigger push towards Marxism and the people are rejecting it, it appears to me. And it looks like, 
there's going to be more here from this because the Cuban community has been organizing for a long time to take back their country and, you know, uh, turning off their internet isn't going to stop it. Well, they, right. they live so backwards. I mean, in a lot of the pl- places, they live so backwards anyway. So, I mean, that's not really a punishment. Like, they don't have a lot of the luxuries we have here in this country. Yeah. I guess my, 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 my and I guess we're, well, I want to really tie this all together. It kind of goes back to what Glenn said. Like, they're, they're literally talking about watching our text messages and censoring us there, right? Well, they're so, already doing that. It's just that they, they're putting it out in the open now. Well, now, well, now, well, now they're putting it out in the open. They may be, they may literally, we may be looking at a couple of weeks here or something where you try to send a text message and they're like, oh, this isn't allowed because you have this word in there. You know what I'm saying? And we start actually getting censored on our phones. And look, if they're lit, like Germany, they just got hit with so much uh, of this ransomware last week. They thought they were talking about their, their whole country was on the verge of shutting down. I think it was just last week or a week and a half ago. We had one state here where like 1,500 businesses got hit in one day. Right? So, real quick, I misspoke. Raul, Raul did flee uh, like 90 days ago. He fled the country. Uh, the current president is Miguel Diaz-Canel. I, I never even heard of this freaking guy before, but so I just wanted to correct that. Go ahead. But they, but so what I'm, with all this stuff going on, and we know all this stuff that happens in Europe first, it comes here, and they're already doing it now. They're already talking about censoring our text messages. You think they're cutting us off from social media is bad. Wait till they start cutting us off from our phone or just straight up shutting off the Internet. Now, you all think, all oh, this is crazy. This can never happen. But look what happened to the world in the last 10 years. We never thought any of this shit could happen. And one of the things that I just want to stress to everybody in the community is this stuff could damn very well happen here. And I, I think it's very important, and this is something I'll be pushing on my channel, is we y'all need to make sure we have a way to connect with each other outside of the internet and outside of this app because we never know that we may wake up one day and they're going to flip off the switch and we're gone. And I mean, are, are any of you really surprised at this? Is anybody really that surprised? I mean, they already came out and said they're going to go door to door and that they've got lists on where they're going to go door to door. They've got a little heat map that they're starting with. I mean door-to-door trying to get people to take a vaccination. I mean, it was one thing when they were putting out there that they were going to give you, you know, donuts and cookies and hot dogs and lotteries and beers and whatever. Free and weed thing. in New York. And they straight up are calling <laughs> them free, strike free. teams. They're strike teams. Don't forget, they're strike teams. Well, well, this goes back to what I was saying last week. Um, <laughs> is that they... um. They they said that we have one of the best uh, records as far as people getting the shots. But if that's true, what's the first? It was bri- bribery. Now it's uh, it's going door to door. Like if if you really had this great record, why are you doing all this? Exactly. I completely agree with you. Now I know Glenn, you were trying to squeeze in a comment there. Go ahead, brother. Uh, I was just going to say that the internet kill switch is real. Uh, I know that is real. And then uh, Saki was saying yesterday that uh, they're sending out all these people to go door to door and telling them to not find no soliciting or any other signs or anything else. And don't let them get you with the uh, 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 patient privacy laws. Go right around it. And stick to your clip. 
is what I heard uh, from yesterday. So That's they crazy. They don't care about the laws. They're no. just saying, go ahead and do it anyway. Well, they're going to learn multiple constitutions at the same time. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> on, the, on this front real quick, um, German municipality reports country's first cyber catastrophe. Uh, District Council in Eastern Germany has declared a disaster after, after its computer systems were paralyzed by a hacker attack. Can you mute, please? Uh, a paralyzed by a hacker attack. And what the federal cyber security watchdog confirmed was the first the country's first ever cyber catastrophe. Hackers knocked out the IT operations of the municipality of Anhalt Bitterfield in the state of Saxony Anhalt um, on Saturday. We are almost completely paralyzed, said the spokesperson. Uh, we'll probably remain off offline for the whole week until they can get it back on. The municipality declined comment on the identity of the uh, attacker or whether they had any ransom demand. Uh, security sources uh, say local governments run outdated software systems and made it easy for them. So, yeah, how many how many of our municipalities run outdated software systems that are going to make it easy for hackers? So well, I just want to well, talk about a, a current real-world example right there of what you guys are mentioning there. Yeah. Well, well, they, they've been talking about this uh, so-called so cyber pandemic. Uh, and they've been priming it in uh, people's heads. So it's it's not really a surprise that this is going on. True, true that. Just real quick, guys. Diddy Style ninety three is joining us, and same with Hangover Ganganon. Uh, what's up, Diddy Style? How you doing, brother? And Hangover Ganganon, how are you today? That dog, though, how cute is that? <laughs> I know he is literally my role dog. He he feels he's supposed to go everywhere with me. Um, but I've been good, man. How about you guys? How was y'all's uh, weekend and everything? Going good, bro. Going good. Good to see you, man. I know you've been busy, like you said. Uh, yeah. Got lots going on down by you. Yeah, uh, a lot. <laughs> good, a lot, good. That man. means that means I know good things. Good things are uh, coming down the pike. I know you've been doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Keep up the good work, brother. Let me get a uh, hangover gang on real quick to say hello. Are you out there, brother? Sister. 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 Don't hear anything from Hangover Ganganon, unfortunately, at the moment. Uh, Hangover Ganganon, lower left of your Zoom screen is a little up arrow next to the mute button. Click on that and test uh, microphone, test speaker on microphone, and then uh, hop, hop in here when it it looks like your your mic didn't connect when you joined Zoom. Go ahead, Joe. Cool, cool. Yeah, so uh, real quick, Denise, uh, I don't know if you were trying to pipe in there or not. Um if you had anything else that you wanted to add into the conversation? I wasn't, but I will. Uh, the other thing that I was going to talk about was Getter. I was listening on um, Bannon's War Room, and uh, Getter, when they set up, they set up saying that anybody who'd been kicked out of Twitter could move all their tweets over to Getter. However, Twitter has stopped that and said that. Um, those tweets belong to Twitter and Getter have said that those tweets don't belong to, to Getter. They belong to the user. So they're going to bring this up as all part of the civil lawsuits because they said if Twitter is stating that those tweets belong to them, then they are a publisher. But 
because the tweets belong to the people on the platform, it's just the platform. So there's going to be legal <coughs> movements going on between Getter and Twitter, I can see in the future. And that's all I was going to input. Great point. Great point. Real quick, Don S and Connie Ketchup. Thank you guys for those gold pills out there. Appreciate that. Uh, Hangover gang and on. It looks like, uh, are you still out there? It looks like your your mic, mic did pick up. Uh, are you available? Okay. Oh, I think I got you. Try again. Um, I'm just breaking up real bad. Oh, yeah, you are breaking up real bad. I don't know if you can try to uh, hang up and give a call back. That might fix that issue. Do that. Thank you, Hangover Gang, and I appreciate it. Um, anybody else? Uh, I know we've got quite a few uh, callers in here at the moment, so I want to make sure everybody gets a chance uh, to hop in there real quick. Uh, KH Farmer, um, I, I know you've got some things coming up. I heard yesterday, actually. Uh, if you want to talk about that real quick. Oh, well, yeah, now that you bring it up, I, I guess I, I will do a little bit of a shameless plug here. Uh, so uh, this Saturday coming up, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, uh, Methods and I are going to be going live for, for a little bit, uh, a couple hours or so. I I think he said we're going to be taking calls. Don't quote me on that, but uh, we're going to be having a little uh, Saturday afternoon hangout, and I'm really looking forward to it. Nice. That's yeah, that's awesome, dude. When I heard that uh, and I saw you call in, I wanted to make sure that uh, that you covered that. First and foremost, Methods is awesome um, to hang out with uh, and to be on air with. So I know you'll be able to enjoy that uh, as much as possible. Uh, I saw KC trying to jump in there. Do you have something you wanted to add, KC? No, no. Y'all good. All right, let's go over to Diddy real quick. Diddy style, brother. What's, uh, what's new? What's going on in your neck of the woods, brother? Tell me what's up. Oh, man. Not a lot, man. I didn't, like I said, last couple weeks, I was busy, so I hadn't had a chance really to chat with you guys much. And then um, we had CPAC, which was, um, I don't know a lot, if a lot of people know, but the CPAC Dallas um, was like a, not a surprise thing, but it literally was not even going to happen until after Florida happened. Then Dallas was like, you know what? We want, we want Trump here. Dude, it, it was almost just like the event that y'all were at, except for the maybe five minutes down the road at that. So in a very rough area, one side very rough. The other side is Oakland, which is kind of where all the rich uh, highfalutin um, lives, you would say. We There was one, and I mean one, Antifa, quote unquote, or whatever person, and it was a 22-year-old young kid with a yarmulke on, which means he's probably Jewish. And... I was going in and out of the, 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 you know, me, I'm always, y'all already know how I am. I'm like, just from how I grew up, I like to be there to see the event, but also I'm outside making sure nobody's being stupid either. So um, we noticed this one little guy's over there and I'm, I wanted to go approach him and ask him, but I'm like, man, I'm not even fuel this fire. And plus the freaking, the alternative media is there. I don't want their attention on me or whatever, or MSM, but I'm wondering, does this, indoctrinated young kid that's obviously of Jewish descent realize that he's out there with a uh, sign that says Trump equals fascism. Does he, obviously, does he truly know what fascism is? Second of all, does he realize that you've got Biden and their regime who's backing Hamas and who's literally trying to kill and slaughter his people? And then up in New York, they're running around in buses yelling, 
kill all the Jews and all this stuff. And I'm like, this showed how A, uneducated this unfortunate kid was. And then B, um, I don't know what the total number for the people that actually were at CPAC, but for the people that were outside CPAC, there was probably an additional easily 4,000 people standing outside with their flags and stuff like that. I heard there. I heard there was three to four thousand inside, and so yeah, that probably makes sense about same outside. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. And that was what I understood uh, after two weeks of unadvertised. Yeah, they it put was, together in like two weeks, didn't yeah. advertise, and he had all these people there. Okay, so, so I, I was gonna I was gonna make a, a quick comment about that, like. These people don't think logically. I have family members and other people that I know that they they basically hate Trump. They they hate Republicans. Um, uh, they were all like gung ho for him to um to be out of office, and now that he's gone, they basically checked out. They think that the country's going fine, like everything's uh, all <laughs> good now. Like it's it they live in another reality. And as far as like the people I know, I don't think they're gonna come out of that anytime soon. It's they're they're filled with so much hate that they, they can't these and it's not like they've heard of like they, they, they don't know anything about the election fraud. They don't know anything about all this stuff coming out out of about the virus like they just live in their own bubble and they don't want to come out of that bubble like and they're completely indoctrinated as well uh so there's there's the other part to that equation they don't know any different and they're completely indoctrinated those two things combined is not a good combination i see hangover gang anon got back in i just wanted to see if she was able to uh go ahead and unmute are you there, Hangover Ganging On? I'm here. Oh, perfect. Glad glad you could join us today. What's on your mind today, Hangover uh, Ganging On? Well, I just uh, came over from 4 and 2 show, so I hadn't caught the whole show. But I did hear you talking about um, them listening or, or spying on your uh, messenger feeds. Okay, a while back, a couple months ago, I was messaging a friend on Facebook Messenger. I use it a lot because I don't have enough cell phone service at my house to use text messaging. So I sent her, I was telling her about the movement or we were talking about it. And I sent her a link to uh, Red Pill 78's website. And when I sent it, a message popped up and said, you are not allowed to do this or you're some some kind of error. You can't do this. And then it kicked me off Messenger. And it the message disappeared so fast I didn't get to take get a chance to take a picture of it. So when my messenger came back on, I sent it again. As soon as that message popped up, I took a picture of it and then it kicked me out again. So from that, I know my messenger is not private. Yep. You're hundred percent right. A hundred percent right. And all the communications, especially messages, private messages 
they're definitely something that they're going to want to focus on. I uh, real quick, I see the Texan has uh, joined us as well. He's on the road. I just wanted to see if he uh, before he jumps in and out of service while he's driving, if he's uh, wanted to go ahead and pipe up uh, and, and say a few things. Go ahead, Texan. I see you out there, brother. Yeah, man. I heard y'all talking earlier about uh, uh, the internet going down. You know, them shutting the internet off like they're doing in Cuba and stuff. And you know, at least there's some good points made about how they're different in Cuba than we are in America and the luxuries that we have here in America, you know, but one thing that people aren't thinking about that if they do cut the internet off, there's a flip side to that. That's actually a positive. I mean, everybody, including me, I mean, everybody is so wrapped up in their phones and everything's so tied to the internet that we're basically like slaves to the internet, to our phones. I mean, everything we do, you know, so if they do cut the internet off, the flip side of that is people are, are going to be free. They're going to wake up. They're going to put them cell phones down, you know, because they're not going to work. And they will go out and they will, people inherently have the need to, uh, you know, uh, socialize and, and socialize, right? So that, those chains will be broken right there. And then people are going to actually wake up and start seeing their neighbors and, and, and you know, paying attention to what's going on around them. So there is a flip side to that. So there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of upset younger people as well. Yeah. When they can't get on the <laughs> Internet anymore. Yeah. And absolutely. And, absolutely. I, I, and what are, I'm sorry, but what are the younger people going to do? They're going to turn to the older people and go, what do we do? So then there's going to be a total different form of communication and a total different coming together. Does that make sense? Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, same thing. Same thing that we used to do. You talk to each other face to face. Jackson, it sounds like I'm going to have to get my CB radio and my two meter and hand. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. But, Abe's, um, already, got, Abe's already got his CB radio right there. <laughs> I, I yeah, got, um, I got my, I got my 200 watt base station at the house. I can reach out across America anytime I want to. Well, usually I'm on uh, 7255 as N2MHJ or, uh, 14265 or uh, one, or no, uh, 147045 on two meter. <laughs> talk to you guys. I want to get one of those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but Texan uh, brought up a real good point about like all these uh, people that are glued to their phone. And that's one thing I've been, I've been talking to people about uh, recently is that I've been like, see when I'm just going, going, uh, out uh and doing like uh, whatever errands i have to do i still see people glued to their phone and uh i'm wondering in in my mind is like what is so important like there's no movies there's no there's this there's no nothing really that important like a lot of the distractions that people have are are either gone or or or, or temporary like on hold yeah. and i'm like I'm just wondering what's so important on there now that you're so glued to your phone. Like it makes no sense. It's funny like, because I, if you go to, if you watch, uh, if you watch how they do it, uh, if you watch how kids hang out these days, they go to a like a, a Taco Bell or a Wendy's parking lot and they all stand there in front of each other and then they text each other staring at their phones. They don't even talk to each other. Right. It's scary, dude. Absolutely. And that's what I'm talking about. If that veil, if those chains were broke and that veil was lifted, they're, they're going to lift their head up and they're going to look around and go, oh, wow, look at all these people around me. You know, it's going to be a totally different world. 
And, you know, and like walking through the grocery store, how many times have you seen somebody pushing the buggy and they're just staring at their phone? Don't even realize there's 120 people around them. Putting smartphones in the hands of kids is not smart. And when I was a kid or when I was my, – my kids were uh, young, they weren't allowed to have a phone until – well, a couple of them got into sports, but they were allowed to have flip phones where they can call us. Yeah. Um, I just think parents these days don't understand the threat of having – a smartphone in the hands of, well, of kids. Yeah. Well, that in school are the, a lot of people's babysitters. Like they, they just, yeah. They, 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 there's a lot of parents that really don't care. Like they. True. I see a lot of people in chat saying that they would miss Foxhole. They don't have anybody to talk to outside of Foxhole. And we all, we all miss the sense of community that we used to have, like in the eighties and nineties and stuff like that. That era is gone. And I think we all desperately miss that. And like I said, like, Y'all need to make sure, like, make sure y'all have a way to communicate with people. You know, make some friends, get their phone Absolutely. numbers. You know, because if this stuff goes down, you're you, you're gonna be lost. And, and if, it goes, know, if, if it goes down, I don't see it going down very long. No, I agree. Go ahead, Cage Farmer. I hear you out there trying to pipe in, brother. You know, and, and I completely agree with everything that's been said here. But you know, at the end of the day, we are all patriots. We will figure this shit out because we remember those days and the community is we remember the days of even like you know the early phone days the pre-cell phone days when you had to leave a message on someone's crappy voicemail with that stupid tape recording and it could be days before they got back to you but you know what that you didn't care because you left them the message or you did the fucky fuck thing or whatever and they got back to you they didn't or you met up somewhere in public you just knew places to meet and that's we're patriots we do that it's sad you look for the indoctrinated into the system haven't figured that out yet. And I will tell you just a real quick, brief tidbit here. My best friend, my brother that I've known my entire life, that we grew up in the crib room at my parents' church together, will not answer the fucking phone to save his life. He only communicates either that like it's Vox or Voxter, that stupid app where you can speak and then send the message, or it's Messenger app, and that's nothing. You can't get him on the phone to save your life. It pisses me the fuck off. But you know what? Some things you can't fix. So that's why it's more important now than ever to get involved with Patriot community and know your community that you live in and understand that there are going to be certain times that we may just need to meet up in places and do things face to face. The Foxhole app will survive at the local level if the Internet goes down, because we will all figure out how to find each other. We're Patriots and we're smart as hell and they cannot break us. Yeah, real quick. um, I'll tell where did, where did it go? Oh, Cloud Watcher. Uh, she works at a school. He, she works at a school. Says the kids are having to relearn relationships because of living, staying at home for a year. That's an interesting point too. I, Joe, let me real quick. We're running out of time, guys. And Hangover Anon, Hangover Gang Anon has been trying to get in here. Let me give the floor to uh, you, Miss Hangover Gang Anon. How are you today? Um, I'm good. I just wanted to add that when I put a cell phone in the hands of my children, it gave me peace of mind. Because I could contact them and they could contact me at any time. Uh, when my daughter wrecked her car, she called me. I was there in minutes. Yeah, I agree. I think there. I, I think it comes to an age where a flip phone is definitely a requirement with your children. But I just the smart. They're hard to find. They, the only thing you can find these days are smartphones. So I'm with you. And I, I don't have a spot. I don't have a smartphone. I just have a basic one um, that I use for emergencies. But I tell you, I would miss if the internet went down. 
over the, I haven't been into a shop to do my shopping for months, and I mean months. I do online shopping at that store and have my shopping delivered, and I'll miss that. That is pretty Perfect. handy. Um, the one thing that I kind of have like the idea of is a, is a smart fridge and a smart cabinet, you know, that kind of keeps track of your pantry, keeps track of your fridge, if friggin' automatically orders you if you don't have a backup. I kind of like that idea. I got to be honest. But there's just it's so intrusive, though. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, since we only got five minutes left, Denise, any last comments before we let you go, hon? No, darling, that was it. Thank you very much for letting me in and join your round table. And uh, and I'll catch you later. Much love, Denise. Thank you very much. Have a great hey. afternoon. Enjoy your tea, ma'am. Glenn, last comments before we go. Oh, not too many. Denise, lovely to see you again. You guys, uh, great to see you all again. They used to have a phone for kids that was, I think it was called the Bug or something, that had like four buttons on that you programmed for. Yep. You know, that was what you gave your kids uh, to go. And it's been great, guys. Uh, there was a couple other things I wanted to get in, but I'm not getting them in tonight. So have a very pleasant day. Everybody out there, much love to all. And may God be with you all. You too, Glenn. Thank you very much for the call. Appreciate it. Weaponized truth, Take brother. Care, Glenn. Appreciate you joining us. Any last comments? Oh, no. Um, I guess I'll just do a shameless plug. My channel is up now. I don't know when it will be consistent this week, but definitely next week. Uh, pretty much my plan at this point is going to be uh, 8 to 10 uh, Central Time uh, in the evenings, Monday, Wednesday, Mon- Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Uh, other nice. than that, I, I just kind of wanted to chime in and just uh, talk about the whole Cuba thing and the text thing. So I just found it super interesting. And, uh, you know, it's always good to see you guys. I love what you guys are doing. And I uh, Appreciate being on. Appreciate it. Weaponized Truth. Make sure you go out there and check his channel out. Have a good one, brother. Looking, Casey, forward, uh, looking forward to hearing it, hearing what you have to say. And uh, definitely check it out Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, guys. Take care, man. Yep, absolutely. KC, brother, any last comments before we let you go? Well, I, I just wanted to comment on what Weaponized Truth said. Like, the, the whole thing about uh, keeping in contact, that's good. But I, I also think that there's a lot of missed uh, opportunities uh that people could network like there's people with different skills and talents or whatever and people could be coming together and forming our like own companies or whatever or like as far as teaching like teaching other people how to do certain stuff like I think there's a lot of that opportunities for that to happen that people are missing out on Absolutely, Casey. Appreciate the input, brother. Thanks for calling. Have a good afternoon. Much love, Casey. Take care, bro. Let's scoot on over to KH Farmer. Any last uh, comments? Yeah, just a couple quick ones. Uh, You know, I just wanted to say that, you know, I have so much love for this family right here on uh, Brothers Uncensored channel. You guys are always awesome and gracious to take my calls. I, I think I've had a chance to talk to a number of people that have been on this panel today in either other discord waiting rooms or other places and this has just been such a great group great roundtable conversation uh this is it's just it's just a good time and you know what we're, we're patriots we'll get through this and i just have so much love for this entire community and for all of you and uh, i'll i'll leave it with that much love bros thanks cage farmer appreciate it we love you right back and you're absolutely right on that thanks for joining us today diddy style brother any take last care. comments take care bro 
You give me a second to say goodbye to my fam, bro. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> sorry. Yes. Say goodbye. Uh, no, y'all are good. Um, yeah, really. No, not not any particular last thoughts. Um, everybody pretty much hit on everything, but definitely, uh, I kind of have. So it's in. Bro, we got one minute. Make it quick. Uh, okay. Uh, quickly is everybody should definitely get a two way radio or a radio for a way to communicate. If the, Absolutely. If the internet and the phones do go down, that is going to be our only way to communicate. Um, other than that, love you guys. Um, I'll try. Like I said, I've been busy, but everything's kind of slowing down for me a little bit now. So I'll, uh, I'll be back a little bit more often and check in with you guys. And so, uh, cool, man. Other than that, love everybody. Love you two brothers. Uh, text him. Good to see you, brother. We'll talk to you soon. And, uh, other than that, Diddy out. Love everybody. Later, bro. Much love, Diddy. Appreciate it. Uh, Hangover gang, uh, any last comments before we let you go? Yeah, real quick. I just want to say I have still have a landline phone. I don't answer it unless they leave a message because we get so much robocalls. But um, I'm going to hang on to it. Good idea. Good idea. Thank you so much for calling Hangover gang and on. And ditto to what uh, Cage Farmer said about the fam i love them absolutely much love back to you thanks for calling in all right thanks for having me much love the texan my brother the texan any last comments before we uh we head up bro yeah man uh kind of like what diddy said and uh kind of what the theme was here as we're closing the show is uh be prepared to uh, live without the internet you know at least for a short period of time and uh be prepared like you know two-way radios whatever you know and uh uh, stay in communication with your your neighborhood you know your your the people uh directly around you in your neighborhood man and uh so just you know prepare for that put that on your prepper list and uh besides that i think i'm gonna dust off my 1988 beeper and check the batteries in that thing see if it's working but, uh, <laughs> i got one too i'm right there with you Texan. thanks for calling in brother appreciate it see y'all down the road much love brother Man, that is truly the fastest two hours on the interwebs. Unbelievable. It just flies by. Thank you all so much for the phone calls. Really appreciate it. Uh, do We got uh, 20 minutes or so. We're going to be coming back with Amy Joe. God loves you. Please stay tuned for that. Don't miss that. Yeah, I don't know if Cage from it didn't hang up or what, but just uh, right-click on them, remove, and... Uh... <laughs> Um, make That's sure my bad. I didn't, I didn't hang up. I was just listening to the rest of it. Oh, you're <laughs> go <good>. away. <laughs> go away, though. No. You're <laughs> fine, dude. <laughs> all right, and the lotto is released. So I appreciate you guys all your support. Ten thousand gold pills today. Special thank, shout out to to all of you guys, especially Warrior Mima and several of you people out there. Just hammering the gold pills. Appreciate that very much. So uh, good stuff. And yes, Amy Joe coming up in about 20 minutes. Looking forward to having uh, her back into the groove again and hearing about her time away. So that'll be cool. But about 20 minutes for that as well. So uh, last, uh, last comments. Want to wrap it up today, Joe? Oh man, it's been just fun kind of getting back. Uh, as we said, into the groove of things we miss, uh, miss you guys when we're out on the road doing our events, although we love our events, but uh, it's great to be back in the saddle Stay tuned uh, later today uh, with Amy Joe and tomorrow we have Trenton White on, correct? Uh, Trenton White with us tomorrow. It's always an engaging conversation with him. Look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow.
Yeah, I'm really looking forward to having Trent White on tomorrow to discuss uh, getting us on the street with him. So that's going to be cool. So so stand by for that tomorrow. You're not going to want to miss that tomorrow. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. Thank you all for joining us at 5 Eastern every day like you do every day. Chris and everyone over there on Twitch, much love to you guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Much love. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.